So, Yudlandes Amaldes, starting from the S Arbaas the third line of Mendes in the wide lines. The S Arbaas These four Yildu the Harafa were born to Harafa Bigas and Gas. David, and they fell in the hands of David. Ubiyanabadov, in the hands of his servants. My Ninhu. Who were these four sons of Harafa? Amar of Chista, of Chista says, Saf Umadoin Golias Vigishbi Benoy. Saf Madoin Golias and Gishbi Benoy. Okay. So now that Pasuk said, By Yiplu and they fell, Bia David and Yara Adov. They fell into the hands of David and his servants. There is a message over here. There is something significant. Not just that it happened to be David who was the one. Uh, that it was David who was the one who defeated him. Tchsev, as it's written in the pasuk, Vatishak Arpa, and Arpa kissed Lachamaisa to her mother-in-law, Naomi, Veruz Tovkabon, and contrast that with Rus, she clung to her to Naomi. Amr Yitzchak, Yitzchak says, Amr Hakadosh Baruch Hashem says, Yavoyu b'nei Hanashuka, let the sons of the one who kissed, come, v'yiplu and fall biyar b'nei hadvuka in the hands of the sons of the of the woman who clung to Naomi. Okay, so that's why. That's why the pasuk says v'yiplu that these four fell into the hands of David and his servants. The Hainu, it was like a. It was deserving that they fall, that the sons of the kisser fall into the sons of the clinger. Darash Rava Rava Darshan. Bishar as a reward for Arba the Mois for the four tears. Shehayrida Arpa that Arpa shed. Al Khamaisa about leaving away or when she was crying with her mother in law, Naomi. Zachsa she merited Vyatsu Mimena Arba Gibarim. And she gave birth and she came forth from her four giants. That was what the four tears accomplished. In Amr, as it says in the Pasuk, and they raised their voices, and they cried again. The fact that it says again, it's referring to, it says in the earlier Pasuk that they cried. So there's two cryings in this episode for each of them. There was one tear per eye, so one times two. Times two is four tears. And that resulted, or the schar for that was the four strong men, the four giants. Continues the Gemara. Ksiv, it's written, when the Pasuk describes the armor or the weapons of Goliath, the Pasuk is written, chetz chanisoi, which would mean the shaft. I mean, it's, it's, it's the eight, which is the shaft, but it's, it says chetz chanisoi. The shaft of his spear, the karinon, and the way we read it is eitz chanisai. The wood of his spear, the wooden part of his spear. What's the pshat that the, or what is the message in the ches that's written in the Pasuk when we read it with an eye? Amr of Allah, of Allah says, the message over here is that ches tzadi also means half. And it's telling us, Adayin, we have still not, even after the Pasuk continues to tell us how tremendous 
the sword and the, the, uh, the weapons that Goliath carried were, Adayin, we have still not, we have still not reached, to half, to hate, to chatsi, to half of the praise of that Rasha Goliath, of how strong he was. We're describing, you describe him based on what he could carry. What's his sword? Is a thousand pound sword. So he must have been a tremendously strong fellow. That's not even half of what he actually was able to do. So why doesn't the Pasuk, that's the Ches, that's why it's written with a Ches, to allude to the fact that even what we do say in this Pasuk is not even half of what he was actually capable of. So why doesn't the Pasuk tell us of what he actually was capable of? Mikan, from here you see, that it's Aser to speak in the praise of Rishoyim, um, and therefore, the Pasuk doesn't tell us how actually strong he was. Now again, as we said yesterday, um, and as the Hamshah HaGemara says, the reason why this is a Chiddush, even though the Pasuk says, Laisachanim, and Tyra says, Laisachanim, the Chiddush over here is that even though there's a purpose in describing how strong he was, is to show how great David HaMalek was, that he took him on, despite his strength, Nonetheless, it's still going to be usher to tell, to tell the full extent of the praise. But ask the Gemara, ask the Gemara, so don't open with it at all. Meaning, don't even begin to describe the strength of Goliath. And for the Gemara, No, but we want to tell you the praise of David, that he still went to fight against Goliath, despite Goliath's strength. But again... We're not going to go all the way because of the Isser. So we have that tug of war, so we go halfway. Okay, the Mishnah continued and said, The sons of Amon, the nation of Amon came with the victory and with the strength of Shoivach. Says the Gemara, It's written Shoivach, and somewhere else it calls him Shoivach. What was his name? Shoivach or Shoivach? So, Rav and Shmuel argued about this. One said his name was Shoifach. And why was his name called Shoifach? That he was made like a birdhouse, very, very tall. So his real name was Shoifach, but he was called Shoifach, alluding or hinting to the fact that he was as tall as a birdhouse. And one said Shoifach, his name was Shoifach. Why was he called Shaifach? Because anyone who would see him, meaning who would see him in the context of coming to fight with him, Nishbach Lefanov Kikisan. His guts, his confidence would spill out. Nishbach and Lashon are spilling out. They would spill out in front of him like a flask. A Kisan is a flask, and their confidence would basically they would drain from them. Okay, they would were, they were melt, you know, like they say, like, he was so strong that in front of him, like, he just melted. Meaning, a person, when a person, when a person has, um, their omits, how do you say omits? They're, 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 is it confidence? When you take someone on, like, you're coming with guts, you're coming with... Bold, bold. right, and, and, but it's, I don't know if that's, and, and this feeling just drains from them. Because they realize their opponent. They realize how uh, such a formidable opponent. 
So let's see the Hemshech HaGemara. Let's see the Hemshech HaGemara. Okay? Yeah. Well, let's see the Hemshech HaGemara. I want to allude to the similar name. Um, I don't know the answer um, why Chazal see certain ways. Sometimes they see that and sometimes they see that. Well, see in the Hemshech that we do, we do dodge that sometimes. Yeah. Is that a punishment? Was, What's the punishment? Yeah, children are getting killed. Well, that's because she she had a she had a certain schus, so she got. I mean, it's hard to see how is this. You know, what does this accomplish? But like we said from the Ben Yehuda last week, that she was. Let's put it this way: potential is a beautiful thing, but potential is a dangerous thing. Sometimes there are people that are too smart for their own good. Okay, I'm sure you know people like that. Okay. Um, unfortunately, they, they, they don't always end up, right? So she, she, look what she could have gotten. Look what she could have done. I don't know if, it, I don't know if it's a punishment. I would say it's, like, it's more of a natural consequence. Okay? It's the thing is that from here we learn how that he's supposed to deter the guard. From no, no. no from, not, not from, 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 from Ruth. Yeah, okay, okay. So they learn how from right? right. Yeah. So they pushed. Off, she pushed off. That's when they learned that it's supposed to push okay. off. So I mean, it's, we always have there's no need to be the guy people, right? I understand that. Lamaisa, why did Rose want to come? Because she touched. She touched Halakha. Touched Kedusha. Our Paul also did. You want to be blind to something? You don't have to see it. You don't have to feel it. You have to. Let's put it this way. The Gemara, we had the Gemara earlier. We had a Gemara earlier. We had a Gemara earlier inside. Then anyone who tells me where this is, I'll give him $100. Okay? We had a Gemara earlier. Uh, a minute. One minute. We had a Gemara earlier that said that when a person... A, basically, the Gemara was bringing a Pasuk even to say that just because a person decides they want to do a Chesed, a Mitzvah, and Staka, that doesn't mean Hashem is going to give them that opportunity. They have to be zoiche not to give. They have to be zoiche even to the opportunity to give. That is a Gemara insight that we have. I forget where it is. Do you remember it? I think it's in the first paragraph somewhere. Um, yeah. A person is not... It's whatever. When we say, when anyone who, anyone who has been involved with any fundraising of, of Tzedakah, of Meistus, know that there's a, you have to be zoiche to give. It's not just you have to be zoiche to give. You have to be zeichet for the opportunity to give. And you know what? If you don't take that opportunity, it's even worse than not having the opportunity. Okay, that's the Meshachachma in Parshas. The Meshachachma in Parshas, where is Parshas? Stoim? Vayiru, right? So Stoim is in... Huh? No, no, that I don't get. I need the Gemara. I need the Gemara inside it. Okay, fine. Is there such a thing as natural consequences? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Hold on, let me ask you a question. If someone eat, drinks poison and they die, is that a natural consequence or a punishment? And in Ruchni, is that the same thing? I mean, if someone, if someone dies because he falls off a ladder, that's a natural is, consequence. No, I mean, we say that that. I want to ask you a question. See, I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you a question. Today, you go to the doctor. You go to, unfortunately, someone passed away from an infection. The doctors will tell you he passed away from an infection. It was a natural consequence. 
300 years ago before they knew and they had infections. Good. That's right. And in Rukhit. It's not a punishment. So, Hashem uses nature to punish. Yeah, that's, that doesn't have to necessarily be the natural consequence. Hashem uses the lion to come bite me. So you, let me ask you a question. I mean, you're not supposed to think that. I'm not supposed to do that. Of course not. But, I mean, yeah, to a certain extent. I mean, listen, if I smoke cigarettes, I get cancer. Okay? It's not better to smoke cigarettes. So maybe the cancer is a punishment. You're smoking cigarettes. It's a very good question. And as you said, we'll talk about that next time. Okay. Over, over a cigarette. Over a cigarette. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. This is what we got to last night. Yes. Ashbosai. Ashbosai means like his ashba. The ashba is usually a garbage dump. Ashbosai kekever pasuach. His ashba was like an open grave. Kulam givarim. They were all strong men. What does this mean? His ashba was like a open grave, and they were all strong men. And some said it was machlekes between Rabbi excuse me, and Rabbi Charamar once said that this pasuk is telling us bishah at the time shazarkin chets. At the time that they would throw their um, spears, oisin, they would produce as a result of them throwing their spears or their arrows, maybe, they would, they would produce ashpasais, ashpasais, shel chalolim. They would produce mounds and mounds of chalolim, of dead bodies. Okay? Again, ashpasai kikever pasuach, their mounds. It was like an open grave in the sense, says the Gemara, when they would throw the arrows, they were so strong and so powerful that they would create ashpasais, piles and piles, shalchalolim of dead bodies. Says the Pasuk, says the Gemara, to continue the Pasuk, and maybe you'll tell me, she'umnin bikrav, that they are experts in krav, in marksmanship, like Krav Maga is karate. It's, it's, it's probably the same. I mean, Krav is close, but it's a. Shema um, maybe you'll tell me, Shaumnin Bikrav, that they are experts in marksmanship and fighting and in, in, uh, in uh, whatever. And that's why it's so perfect. <coughs> that's why they're having piles and piles of dead bodies. Hamalama, the Pasuk teaches us, Kulam Gibayim. That they're all strong, and it's their strength which was producing the results of piles and piles of dead bodies. So that's one opinion. That is telling us that by throwing their spears, they created piles and piles of dead bodies. And it was Kulam Gibarim, it was all because they were all very strong. One opinion says, at the time, that they would use that they would <coughs> relieve themselves Oisin they would produce ashbosais ashbosais shelzevel they would produce piles and piles of excrement 
Okay, that's Ashposik and Kevin Pasuach. Their piles of excrement was like an open grave, just like an open grave. Is that also a Yerushalayim? No. Yeah, Never. What did he say, Michael? Zundel. Zabol is a No, it could be comes from Zandol. It was like a nickname, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. But just like an open grave would, would, would uh, attract many flies, so they would, that was like an open grave in the sense that it was, it was uh, quite un. The Shema Koymer, maybe you'll tell me that the reason why they had the. Um, piles and piles of manure was, or excrement was, maybe it was because they had stomach ailments, which produce more excrement. That they suffered from from the sickness of the innards. They had stomach, they had digestion issues, and that's why they were producing piles and piles of excrement. The Pazak teaches us, Kulam Gibarim. They were all strong, and presumably included in that is that they were healthy. And the reason why they had it was just because they were so big, and they ate so much, so they produced that. Amr of Mari, Rav Mari says, Shmami, now from here you see, Haiman, this person did nafish zivlei, this person that had a lot of excrement, Chayle Me'ayimhu. It's a sickness. Lamainav Kamina. What's the importance? Why does he have to tell us that this is a sickness as opposed to something which is a sign of health? And for the Gemara, Litrach B'Nafshei, that he should uh, find a cure for himself. He should figure out what's causing this. He shouldn't chalk it up to just being a normal part of living. He should say this is something that needs um, something to be taken care of. What's the question about that? why is Rav Murray, why does Rav Murray find feel the need to tell us that um, having a lot of a person having a lot of producing a lot of excrement is a sign of sickness. Okay, I mean, yeah, why, why the Gemara does over here because they were giants. Over I understand here. that. That's the Gemara's question is though. I'm just explaining the Gemara's question. The Gemara's asking. Forget the pshat. Forget the, what the giants. He said from here you see that having an abundance of excrement is considered a sickness. Okay, thank you very much. Wow. This is not a this is not a medical book. Yes. No, because the Gemara says. Yes. No, because the Gemara says. No, 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 no. For somebody else. Yeah, that's them. What about me? What if it happens to me? Again, the Gemara says they produce. According to this sheet, they produce a, 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 a tremendous amount of excrement. Says the pasuk, they were strong. Says the Gemara, what are they? What's that telling me? It's telling me that they produced it not because they were unhealthy, not because they. Had, but not. That's right. That's right. That's right. Exactly. Correct. Correct. So says the Gemara. Says our Murray. From here you see the fact that the pasuk has to tell us that tells us that in general, if a person is not kulam gibarim, then it's a sign of sickness. <coughs> to which the Gemara asks, "That's terrific. That's wonderful. But why is that important for me to know?" The Gemara doesn't usually tell me. Random medical advice. Yeah, you know, occasionally we'll find everything, but this is like okay, shkoyach, great deal. You know, like, what's the nafkamina? Our answer is literach benafshei to uh, seek out help. Shouldn't he shouldn't say this is healthy? Now again, how does that answer the question? Well, you don't know that. As the Gemara is telling you, you should know this is considered a sickness. I don't know. 
I, it could be that over here there will be, there will be there's more of a chiddush. The chiddush of the statement is the fact that he should Yeah. For him to say something so. If, not, yeah. No, so if he didn't have to, let's say he didn't tell it to me. What's the Gemara's question on the man of Kamina? Is Gemara asking who cares, or is Gemara asking why are you telling me this? Why are you telling me this? It sounds like, huh? So, because I couldn't have figured. Let's say he why wouldn't have told me. Why, why would I need to know about this idea? So that that okay, fine. So that, for that question, the Gemara does answer it. That's, that's a health thing. But let's say the Gemara didn't say anything. Let's say Rav Murray did not say this. Would we have gone home saying, well, it's only not a sickness. It's only not a sign of sickness if you're strong. What wouldn't we have said the same thing? Let's say Rev. Murray... No, I understand. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Stop it. I understand. But let, let's go back a step. Why say Kulam Giburi? The Pasuk tells me Kulam Giburi. And the Kiddush the Gemara tells us is that the Pasuk is telling us... Yeah, it, the reason why they produced this is because they were strong, not because of a sickness that they had. Close your Gemara, go home, and I ask you, let me ask you a question. I got a call from a cousin of mine. He said he has an abundance of excrement. I'm the doctor. Is this something to be worried about? What would you tell him? <laughs> You're a doctor. What would you tell him? Yes. How do I know from the Pasuk? The question, what did Rav Murray tell me? What did Rav Murray tell? Rav Murray. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. You're saying he's saying that a natural fetus would indicate sickness, but here it doesn't. But the governor comes back. And says, I understand, but over here, but but for for 2023, when your cousin calls you yeah. for the medical for medical yeah, health, sure. I, I'm not sure what the Gemara's the Gemara doesn't seem to be asking that, but whatever. Okay, fine. So let's do a couple more lines. I guess we're not going to get to the mission. I, mean, I don't have. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. We could, you could, you could bid all your money. No, I think the banner is. is uh... Dr. Gamora, Daigo Belevish. It's a great thing to uh, conclude with. Daigo Belevish, worry in the heart of man, Yisichano. The Pasuk says Yisichano. What does it mean, Yisichano? Rabami Ravasi. Rabami Ravasi. Is that what it says? Yeah. I don't think that's Yisachena. Yis, I'm sorry, Yashchena. I hear. Okay. Rabami Barabasi. Chad Omar one says Yisachena midaitoi. He should move it away. He should be Mesiach Das. Yisachena. It's written with a sin, but it's as if it's written with a samach. Let's say a person says, "Were you Mesiach Das?" What does Mesiach Das mean? It means you remove your mind from it. You stop thinking about it. I'm sorry. I, I, I missed the translation. Daiga Belevish, worry in the heart of man, Yisicheno. No translation given. What does it mean, Yisicheno? Rabami Rabasi. Rabami Rabasi said the following. Charomar, one said, Yisicheno midaite. The word Yisicheno is really, it's as if it's written with a samach, which means, Yisicheno midaite, he should remove it. He should remove thinking about it from his mind. Meaning, when a person is anxious about something, and they, the more they think about it, the more it's going to be a problem. Sometimes you just have to be Mesiyach Das. Parrots? In the psychological that's world? Yeah? That's, okay. Yeah. That's number one. Yeah. The Omar, and one says, He should speak it out to others. That's so interesting. Right? That's the Gemara. So what Shlom what, HaMelech is saying is that if a person has a worry, there's two ways how to deal with it. The Mashon is a Mashon. There's also an interesting Mashon. You look... Either just just don't think about it, or 
speak it out. Now, if you think about it, think about it. The, uh, you know, let's say in, in, in the world of when someone goes through trauma or, or challenges, whatever it may be, you know, growing up, you know, a 10 year old had this and the teacher said uh, whatever, right? So, how do they deal with it when they're an adult? One of two ways. Either they just don't think about it or they have to talk about it and talk about it and talk about it. And that helps them get it off themselves. I just want to tell you one thing I will tell you. I saw a shot many, many, many years ago and I could not figure out who said it. The Gemara says somewhere else that if a person um, is ill, he should tell people. And Lamaisa, I'll tell you the pshat, but Lamaisa, I found um, that the Bnei Saschar says it on this Gemara. I don't know how to remember. I saw it in a different safer in Shiva and Ertisrol. But what's the pshat? It's actually related to this expression. But what's the pshat? Yeah, 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 but what's the pshat? Maybe I share this with you then. The puzzle in this expression says, Kale, my shver, you probably know this from my shver, he talks about this all the time. Kale emunova in ovel. Hashem is a trusted God, and there's no crookedness, there's no wrong. So the question is, that's a praise to say that there's no wrong? And Okay, that's right, that's Anaychi and Amzai. What does it mean, Ain Avel? Says, the Pshat, the Pshat is like this. If someone steals, someone tax, you know, taxi evaded, okay, so they, they, they judge, Based on the information that the judge has in front of him, the judge will sentence the person to whatever he decides. He's not taking into account the old father that's going to be in pain, the wife, the children, the cousins, the friends, nothing. That's this. HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't do that. If someone, let's say on Reuben, it was Nixar that he should have a sickness. If his wife, if Reuben's wife is not deserving, Reuben's not going to get it. If Reuben's third cousin, three times removed, who's going to give a little ay, when he hears that Reuben is sick, Reuben, and, he, and, and that cousin is not deserving for that ay, Reuben won't get sick. Kele munava inava means that every single din that HaKadosh Baruch gives is 100% perfect. On, at every single angle. Says the Bnei Saskar, Daig of Aleivish A person has a daig of there's a challenge, of there's a sickness. Yisichena, speak it out to other people. You know why? Because maybe someone who's going to hear about it is not worthy of you having that tsar. Meaning he's not worthy of feeling whatever tsar on his level he's feeling. And that will save you from the unbelievable. Again, I'm not. Everyone has a different way. I know some people, whatever it may be, everyone keeps on. <laughs> Anyways, okay, that gets us to Ramatis Yoda.